All right, this is Christian Brothers Speed Podcast, where we talk about black LGBT issues and topics. And my guest today is none other than a promoter, one of the biggest promoters out there for the DC Pride. And let me tell you, this uh, Pride's been going on for over 25 years, so we're actually very happy to have him as a guest on the show to talk about what he has in store for all of us down there, for those who actually visit the D.C. Pride on May 25th, uh, Thursday, all the way to the 29th on Monday. And let me tell you, it is called Wet Dreams Reloaded. So that title holds a lot of weight. So I definitely want to find out from Mr. Wilson what he has in store. How you doing, Mr. Wilson? Uh, Mr. Wilson is doing good. Other than a little tired, I'm, no, I'm going great. All right. Well, yeah, let me tell you, you, I appreciate you even taking the time to talk a little bit with us over your Brother Speed podcast. Well, what do you have in store for those who are looking to be part of the D.C. Pride this year? Well, you know, I'm very excited uh, this year about D.C. Pride. Um, you know, I decided to take a complete new turn on the left and the right and the left again and then the right and say, you know what, <laughs> to do a complete new turn. Um, I just wanted to do something totally different. Okay. And what a lot of promoters have been doing for several years. You know, I've been in this game for a very long time, going on approaching 30 years now of uh, doing club promotion in D.C. So I've dealt, I've dealt with so many artists over the years and resume. I can't even begin to, I don't even know where to begin to list the name of artists, but I've done so many senior artists, from Jennifer Hudson to Pat LaBelle to SWB, and the list goes on. Wow. And so many others. But, you know, this year I decided, you know, I watch all the other prides and I see what artists have been coming and it's been kind of like that same, same thing over and over and over and over again. So I said to myself last year, I want to do something different. All right. I want to see if I can get some of these male artists to really just come to the forefront. Nice. So I put together an all male, plus one female uh, lineup this year. Whoa. And, you know, we were fortunate, you know, to be the first prize to ever have a a male artist lineup of this caliber it has never been done before at any other pride in the country. Okay. So I'm more excited about it because DC Pride is the originator. It's all started here. We are the founders. We are his first here. It's the first black pride. So it, it only makes sense to have the first ever all male lineup. So I'm very excited about that. Whoa. So I was able to secure uh, one of the biggest male army singers in the industry, most well respected. Nice, nice. Okay. Everyone's been talking about that, even in the industry. I'm getting people, industry folks, calling me like, "Wow, Tank's gonna be a decent pride." Yes, he's gonna be a decent pride. Wow. You know, the live video that he recorded for me is circulating on social media. He's excited to be coming this year, and I'm really excited. Okay. We We were able to secure one of New York's hottest breakout rappers, Fresher. Has one of the hottest songs, the remix is by Remy Mars, 50 Cent, a young bar, and the list goes on. So he has that big song on radio, Wait, Wait, Wait a Minute, which is going <laughs> to the airways in the club. So we hear it. We live on Saturday. We were able to secure none other than the one and only Safari. And everyone knows Safari as being, you know, the brain or the man behind the human arch. He's going to be here as well on Saturday night. Wow. And, you know, we're bringing back a lot of the Christopher. Uh, everyone knows Melange, he's a household name. Um, and we also bring in one of the, uh, uh, I think she's uh, Maggie from uh, web series, Telescope. Uh, uh, she's coming as well. And so we got all of these, you know, wonderful, fine, gorgeous black men 
So you know what I'm act- I'm still shocked that you have several male performances actually coming out of there. So listen, <laughs> I mean, so I mean, you know, with all the things that are occurring with all the prize across the nation, DC just continues to be that one that people just say, "I got to go to DC. I got to go to DC." Even people who yeah. live down here in Fort Lauderdale, Miami, they still go to DC to see what's going on. What keeps DC out there so long? Christopher, and I was telling him about Black Pride. He has no idea how this stuff started. 
pride was birthed out of the capital pride, which is really considered the white pride here in D.C. Black pride was birthed from that during the early 90s. That's wow. how D.C. black pride was started. And I think the reason why D.C. black pride still stands tall today is because it takes people like the board, promoters like myself, who understand the true meaning and the, and the history of D.C. black pride. That's why it's prominent today as it was in the early 90s. Wow, wow. You know, you're actually the, probably the first promoter that really talks about the history of prize in itself. And we did actually did some of an infograph that I can actually share that with you and on via email. Uh, that actually kind of showing people the history because we want people to really know about what the history, where it started from, and, ever, and as much as we could possibly provide because you're right, a lot of people just don't know. Is it because we just have no interest and we just want to party or what? Well, I don't think it's, I don't think it's that we're not interested. I, I don't think the information is being is being circulated or being put out there for people to understand the legacy, understand the history, understanding what all this is really about. It was never about the parties. It was never about promoters because during that time when DC Pride first started, there was no such thing as promoters doing parties during that time. Oh, wow. There was more so, you know, the Pride Board itself, when they started Pride, they were the ones that were hosting all of the parties. Right. You know, and, 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 and certain clubs. And it wasn't like a whole weekend of parties. There was probably maybe two big parties. You probably had a big Friday night party and a big Saturday night. And then came Sunday, everybody went to the Atlantic uh, uh, Field for the big outdoor festival at Danica Field across from Howard University. That's where we had our outdoor festival on Sunday. And that's where all the tens of thousands of people came from. I can recall being at the Vanica Field one year, there were so many people. I've never seen that many, and I was 21 when I came out. I'm 50 now. I've never seen that many black gay men and women in one place in my entire life. Oh, wow. Unbelievable. What's I mean, we, we didn't get like the 5,000 of people or even six or 7,000 of people back then. There were, the numbers were into like the 30,000 of people coming to here. It was unreal. It was unreal. Whoa, that's that's it a huge. Yes. Wow. That yeah. I'm, I'm. You know. So the question then becomes. You know, for Pride. And you're right. For DC Pride, being the fact that it was was kind of the first of its kind at the time. Yeah. You've been going since 21. Is that correct? I started going. I came up when I was 21. This embarks the 27th year of DC Pride next week. I have attended every black. Oh my God! Wow. Does it ever? Does it ever seem like it's going to fade out at any time? Um. Someone asked me a few weeks back, "When do you think you're going to walk away and leave this alone?" I said, "When God tells me a time." <laughs> That's probably the best person to listen to. <laughs> when, God, when, God, when God tells me it's time to walk away from it, I will. Wow. You know, but right now because I don't take this as something that you know is just something to do. Oh, I'm just going to have a party. Anybody can have a party. Anybody can, can put together, and anyone can open, go in a club and have a party. It's more to it than that. I think as a promoter, you have to think beyond just a party. You have to think about the experience that people are going to have when they leave. Are they going to have a memorable moment when they get back home and tell their friends, you know, I just didn't go to uh, another party. This was a movement. This was an event. I've been having time here in D.C. this year. This is not a party. This is a movement. 
It has right now opened doors for other secular male artists to feel a little bit more comfortable with their less record labels and management companies to now come forward and do these pods. But it takes one person to stand up and say, you know what, I'm not going to let this coffee stop me from supporting and going out there performing for a fan base that I know that buys my records. But because the record labels or the management companies feel that, you know, you are our multi-million dollar artist, we don't want you at this pride, or we don't want you labeled with any of these pride because it brings a backlash, it brings a stigma. But now things have changed. So having someone like Tank to take a stand and show up and perform for thousands of Afro-American, and it may not like, I'm sure a lot of people are going to come here, come here for that event. But just to even be in that atmosphere for me, and looking at 21 years ago to now, and seeing how this is now, how things have shifted and how now things are going going left instead of right. This is a movement. This is this is not something that anybody, if you are a black man or woman, and you're gay, lesbian, whatever, trans, bi, whatever, this is not one of those moments where you sit on the sidelines and not support. Right. This is when you get out there and you support something like this. We have a national recording artist a black Afro-American male, one of the most respected male artists in the music industry that has said, you know what, show what, what everyone may think. I'm going to DC Black Pride and I'm going to make a statement and I'm going to show the community at large that, hey, Usher, Trey Song, Miguel, Bruno Mars, all of you guys, it's okay to go into that market and support a community that support us. Wow. That, that's what I'm trying to take DC Pride. I'm not trying to keep going back with the same female artists that are being recycled around every Pride year after year after year because what happens is that people begin to be like, okay, it's the same thing. It's DC Pride, but it's the same person there all the time. Right. And even though it's not about the artist, people are still intrigued by what else can I get from from this situation? If I'm spending my money, what more can I get out of it in just a party? Can I see a great artist? Can I, I, am I going to get an experience? Right. Okay, I just came from California. I, I've never seen a black fly before. Well, how is this going to impact my life? Will this change my life? I, I, want, to, I want people to come to Daryl Wilson's party. And I want them to expect something. Yeah, I want them to get something out of it. Right. Not just a phone number or a date. I want them to go back home and say, that was an experience. That was a movement. This year is a movement. We yeah. have never seen this kind of, of male lineup at any pride in any city ever. You know, let me tell you something. I mean, I, I do find it, especially for us, I do find it special for us that when it comes down to white male artists, and this is especially from Europe, they actually are willing to go, and actually in some cases they are most likely to go to black, or correction, to just gay clubs in general to perform because they know a lot of them really, it really boosts their records and really boosts their record sales. How come it's just so, how could it have been for years so difficult for our African-American performers, male performers, to perform at these gay prides? Well, again, I think it's more, I think it's not just the artists. I think it's, it's a whole it's a whole package situation. Okay. And when I say package, I mean, you know, 
you are a recording artist. You are signed to a national record label. You have been 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 you signed a, a contract for multi millions of dollars. You basically belong to the record label. So if they feel like you know our fan base, you are an usher and you have a uh, a fan base that of uh, women and young whatever that support you and buy your records. I mean, everything is based on sales and sales. Right. When you look at it. Right. If you ain't selling, you ain't with the label. They're going to get rid of you. That's true. If they're not producing, if they're, if they're investing millions of dollars into you and, and, and they turn around and you're not bringing in their, uh, uh, their, uh, their, uh, which you put up the word looking for, you're not producing sales, then there's no need for them to come for investing you. So your contract is not in void. Right. So they're out there going to buy you out or, you know, have you do your last whatever CD or make, put it out there or show it and send you on your way. But I, don't, I think that it's more so management and labels that don't want the stigma that will come from, oh, we had this person performing at a, at a pride at a club. A lot of these artists won't go into certain arenas, especially certain clubs, depending on what, what they want to know what club it is, what's the capacity. When I look at my contract, there's even some time I look at that was good. Why are, you, why are you concerned about uh, the compassion and the number of people? I just want you to come here and sing a song and leave. But, you know, <laughs> and show some love for your fans. But they want to know all of these details because all of those details really depend on if they want their artists in their market. Right, right, right. Wow, this let me tell you, I'm actually I'm actually pretty excited to hear the things that number one, the things that you're doing, the reaching out to those those artists and tell them it's okay, bring them on, just it's perfectly fine. We're gonna give you a big wide range of people that actually gonna enjoy your music. And guess what? They buy their music anyway. So why wouldn't you want to reach out to your fans? So it to me it makes total, total sense. And again, this is wet dreams reloaded. Correction, the saga continues? <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is, this is a saga. I mean, people are so excited. I mean, I've been getting calls and emails from people. A young man uh, actually sent me a message on Instagram this morning. And he was very, very uh, heartfelt. He was like, I, I just saw the uh, advertisement that it's kind of really coming to cry. I said, yeah, he said, I'm like his number one thing. So <laughs> wow. if you're a young man... Who, who is a, is, is considers herself the number one fan, like I'm a number one fan of Janice Jackson, she don't know me, but I'm a number one fan. Number <laughs> people. But to hear someone send me a message or even think of sending me a message and say, you know, that's my number one, I'm his number one fan, I'm his number one, you know, I, I love him. I, I, oh my God, Daryl Wilson, this is crazy. I gotta be there. How can I get you? That makes me know that what I have done, it has, again, not about Daryl Wilson, it's about changing the lives of other people. Right. So there you have a young man right now changing his life. Because now he, he's an openly, he's a, he's a gay man, a young man, and now he has an opportunity to see his favorite male singer in person at an event that is geared to his peers and his people. You can give him saying Absolutely. That's, that's life changing. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. You know what? Let me tell you. My hat's off goes to you because I, I definitely I definitely want to see as many people come as much as possible because this year seems to be it's going to be an exciting year to actually be at the D.C. Pride coming up. And again, what dates are they again? Uh, dates are uh, Thursday, May the 25th through Monday the 29th. 
Uh, and for those who have not bought a ticket, do we still got some availability for that? We still have a few passes on sale until this coming Sunday at midnight, and they can go to my website, DarylWilsonDC.com, and that site will shut down uh, on time at midnight on Sunday. But we will have a few passes that people can purchase at the Hope Hotel on uh, Friday uh, at the Grand Hyatt now you do have a couple of venues lined up too now i you know like i said i've come from south florida so i've heard a lot of places you know atlanta i've been to atlanta but i've never been quite to a dc pride but i have heard of the eagle as long as i know so i'm i'm looking at this lineup you have the washington convention center the stonefish lounge dc eagle the park of the 14th and the echo stage these are all the places where you're going to be hosting the pride is that correct we got to know it. You know, Doug Wilson don't do nothing but the best. <laughs> I, I, I cannot, I cannot even, with one of those people, you know, I hear so many things people say about me all the time, and I just say, you know what, Lord, if I believed all the stuff that people say about me, I would be crazy. Yeah. But when it comes to me and what I would want to have, I, I don't want nobody to have more to have have less. I don't, like for myself, prime example. I love me. And if, I, if I'm not going to eat off the floor, you're not going to eat off the floor. Right, right. If I want the best for, for myself, I want the best for my community. Wow. Okay. If I feel like I want to be in the best venue and I want my peers, my 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 supporters, all of the people who have supported Daryl Wilson over the years, I want to provide the best that I will want for myself, I want it for them as well. Wow, wow. So when I go look at venues, I want, I don't want just a venue. I want the best venue. I want the best professional managers, bartenders, staff, security. My staff will tell you when it comes to my event, I will put them to shreds. Don't disrespect anyone. Make sure that people have what they need in a timely manner. If someone's upset about their drinks, don't Go buy him another one. Wow, wow! Let me tell you, Daryl. I, I personally, for me, I, I, I think uh, a lot of people will be definitely touched by that because of the fact that you are looking to be treated not just as a normal person coming to buy a ticket, but you're actually giving the personal experience that you want people to always walk away memorable, and you're providing that for them day in and day out with pure customer service, which I think I think is always going to be number one. Let me tell you, I'm actually impressed. I'm I'm very I'm very happy I had this podcast with you. And again, I'm going to make sure I post as much information as possible. Remember, the tickets don't, it's not much long, guys. Don't have much long, so please make sure you go out there as soon as possible. I'm going to post this podcast as soon as possible to make sure you guys are aware of it. And again, this is Chris with Brothers Speed Podcast talking with Mister Daryl Wilson himself to make sure you guys get a wonderful experience. I'm ready, yeah, I'm ready, and I'm ready. I'm ready for this thing to get going, man. I'm, exci- I'm really excited about this year. And let me just say this part for those people that are coming to DC. If you have never in your life experienced Echo Sage, then you are coming to DC to Wow. Let me tell you right now, and I mean this for everyone that's coming, if you have not experienced Echo Stage when you are coming to DC and if you choose to go somewhere else you are doing yourself a disservice <laughs> that venue 
number one venue in America. Wow. And it's number eight in the world. And I'm not saying it to be funny or trying to pull more or anybody's eyes. That is one of, that is the best venue I've ever been to in my entire life. Wow. Period. Hands down. New York, LA, Vegas, Miami, I'm sorry, I love all of those places and they have nice venues they do. But Echo Sage is just a monster, it's a monstrosity of a venue all to itself. Wow. No, you can't compete with that venue, I'm sorry. It's, 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 you, you just gotta, you gotta get a piece of it. You have to. Wow. Wow. Everybody, you better come with your cameras, come with your videos, come with your Instagram. Get ready for an event of a lifetime. My goodness. Wow. I'm getting jealous now. All right. <laughs> and again, thank you, Mr. Wilson, for coming on the show and letting people know what. They, they, let me tell you, I, like I said, to me, I haven't really done too many of, of big promoters like yourself, but let me tell you, I really do appreciate you coming on the show and letting everybody know what's going on. And Again, this is Chris with Brothers Be Podcast with Mr. Daryl Wilson, the, the promoter extraordinaire on the DC Pride and the first promoter to be an honorary recipient of the DC Pride. If you guys miss out, you're crazy. I'll definitely make sure all the information is posted out. And this is Chris signing off. Have a wonderful day. Thanks, folks.